Hello guys and welcome to the second episode of our talks. I am Mariana and here I'm going to speak not only about contemporary art but also about the art market. All support is welcome so please don't forget to subscribe and listen to this episode. So today for this video I'm going to speak about shipping art. Even if it's true that it's easier nowadays to show your art overseas or to do business all over the world, shipping art internationally is still being complicated. Shipping is both science and art and to avoid some struggle, rather be cautious. So let's start. What you actually need to know to ship export artwork internationally for exhibition or sale I'm going to divide this episode in seven parts, so this way it will be easier for you to understand how to ship art and avoid some problems. So, first one is the export invoice. If you're exporting or importing artwork outside the European Union, you need an export invoice that can be commercial invoice, if the work is to be sold, or a performer invoice, if the work is for an exhibition, a non-commercial shipment. In this invoice, you need to indicate whether it is commercial or a performer invoice and I recommend two export invoices. I recommend one in the plastic envelope on the outside and one on the inside of the package. This way you are safe in case the external envelopes gets detached after the package has arrived at as its destination, country and made it out of customs. Also be aware that you will probably need an import invoice. Imagine that you are an artiller or that just shipped an artwork and your customer got dissatisfied or that you're an artist who shipped work for an art fair overseas and your artwork didn't sell. So in both cases you need an import invoice for a return journey, this way you don't need to pay custom taxes again when the artwork gets back. Second one is the trade tariffs or commodity codes for art. Commodity tariff codes are used to declare to the relevant customs of the importing country what a package has. A common definition and classification of the goods which are imported and exported by countries around the world for assessing any customs duty or other taxes, as an example VAT, that need to be paid. They are actually essential to customs declarations and you must include the code on declaration form and invoices. This is essential to a speedy movement of all packages through customs. Be aware that if you fail to use the right code, your package can get stuck in customs. More than 200 member countries use this system and same codes, but not all countries do. For most paintings and drawings, the tariff commodity code that must be displayed on customs paperwork is 97011000. Third one is EORI, Economic Operator Registration and Identification. So what's this EORI? If you live in the European Union, you need an ORI number to trade goods with countries outside the European Union. The EORI stands for Economic Operator Registration and Identification and it's a unique identification number that identifies who you are to the customs. This EORI number is used for all customs related activities within the European Union when importing from or exporting to a country outside the European Union. So, how can you get this number? You actually have to apply to the relevant taxation and customs authority. For example, in the UK, HM Revenue and Customs assigns an EORI number to importers and exporters. If you live outside the European Union, you should request 
this number from the customs authorities of the European Union country responsible for the place where the artwork arrives first. Fourth, customs charges, taxes and import duty. So charges are based on value of the art. Valuing art is usually based on sale prices for similar work. The country that imports the art gets to set rules as to which duty and taxes apply and what rates they will use. Art sold to a client living in another country is liable for all relevant duty and tax unless none is payable. Example, an artist in the European Union country sells to a collector in a different European Union country. The principle is that the buyer pays all relevant duty and tax because of the amount that is payable is dictated by where he or she lives and what gets charged when importing art to that country. Then we can move for customs charges, rates and tariffs. So they are based on valuation of the goods and the grid rates for trade. Countries tend to have trade agreements, which mean at least some goods imported from some countries are charged a lower tariff. These agreements tend to be reciprocal rather than one way. Also be aware that importing art to the European Union is rather different if you're importing from the United States. In some European Union countries, the standard rate of importing VAT applies. Within the European Union, the standard rate of VAT varies between 15 and 25%. In some European countries, a reduced rate of import VAT applies. Therefore, importing art to the United States, and I know a lot of people that do this, honestly, I shouldn't be saying this. If you lower the valuation of art intended for sale on entry documents in order to avoid tax, you are committing a felony in the United States. So, shipments of art into the United States are duty-free on artworks up to $800. There are special rules for trades. In order to ship merchandise into the US, customs requires the owner of record to have a US federal tax ID number, also known as an employer ID, with a US mailing address. And now let's move to number six, customs declarations forms. Customs declarations are required for all commercial items. This means any goods exported imported in the course of a business transaction, whether or not they are sold for money or exchange, example, they might just be sent for an exhibition. Customs authorities around the world require international mail and parcels of value arriving in their countries to have the required customs declarations. In the UK, for example, there are two forms, CN22 or CN23. CN22 is an international customs declaration form for items valued at less than £270 and CAN23 is for artwork valued over £270. Um, I'm sure that some people who send the gifts, it's, it's used to the CN22. For CN23, of course, they ask much more information. Now, number seven, export licenses for cultural goods. You actually might need a license to export certain cultural goods over 50 years old. Whether you need a license depends on the age and value of the goods. Cultural goods include works of art, furniture, antiques, means of transport, manuscripts and archaeological items. Have in mind that certain cultural goods that reach or exceed specific and monetary value thresholds requiring an individual license for export out of the United Kingdom 
whether on a permanent or temporary basis. The provision of provenance by experts for cultural objects that are intended to export would appear to be a recurrent, continuous and on occasions fractious issue for quite some time. I hope you enjoyed our second episode of Art Talks and keep tuned for the next one.